What's up, everyone? Aaron Nagler here for PackersNews.com. Nagler's never right. It's the minicamp edition. I'm here in the bowels of Lambeau Field while a tornado comes through the area. Uh, the sirens have stopped now, and it looks like most of the activity has moved past Green Bay, but uh, it was a little exciting there for a little, few, little, few minutes. We were in the midst of questioning the defensive coaches when uh, a bunch of iPhones... Uh, you know, they have the weather alerts. They all went off at the same time, and it said there was a tornado in the area. But we just kept down with our questions. You know, that's what we do for you guys on the beat. We we, we persevere through through the drama and through the uh, through the adversity. In all seriousness, though, two days down, one more day to go. I'm here by myself. Uh, everyone else, I think, has mostly gone home. But uh, I thought I'd jump on here. I am using my phone to record this, so I apologize for the audio um, downgrade, so to speak. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about what we've seen the last couple days and start with the quarterbacks. Pete and I just did a video, you can find it, PackersNews.com, talking about um, you know what we've seen from Brett Hundley and from Joe Callahan, who I spoke with uh, just a little while ago, and uh, Taysom Hill, who has really kind of jumped off the field. Uh, his His arm has really kind of turned some heads he definitely throws a nice ball and it definitely pops and he's made a few th- nice throws he's had a few bad plays but that's to be expected for a guy in his first NFL camp um, but to me I, I can't shake this kind of feel over the last couple of days and I talked to Pete about it and Pete kind of agreed uh, going back to when before I even got here for minicamp that Brett Hundley hasn't looked sharp now there could be a million reasons for that and it's nothing to be alarmed about, and it's nothing to kind of, you know, it's nothing to to even really worry about now sitting here in June. But um, he hasn't looked as sharp as I thought he would. Um, now, some of that may be due to the fact that I'm watching him with a bunch of really inexperienced guys, lots of young guys he's throwing to, obviously. But, he, you know, he does have the likes of Richard Rodgers or Devontae Adams at his disposal. He's been thrown to uh, Jeff Janis quite a little bit. Um, but for whatever reason, just... Uh, whether it's you know trying to push the ball down the field or trying to hit some some of the uh, the harder throws, he just hasn't looked good. He hasn't looked sharp. Hasn't looked crisp. Um, now that, you know he could shake all that off and come back and just wow us right from the start of camp, or he could you know absolutely play lights out tomorrow on the last uh, last day of minicamp. Uh, but Joe Callahan, uh, on the flip side, has really shined. Uh, I've been really impressed, and it is funny that yesterday during Facebook Live, somebody, I don't know who it was, but somebody said that, because I had mentioned how impressive Joe Callahan looked, someone said that was the first nice thing I'd ever said about Joe Callahan, which I have to take exception to, because I have said many nice things about Joe Callahan. I have, however, said that I tend to think his physical limitations will limit his career or his prospects for a career in the NFL. But I tell you what, if he continues down the path that he seems to be setting here uh, these last couple days, he's going to make it tough on the coaches. I, I doubt he ends up on the 53 again, uh, but I do think he's headed uh, for the practice squad. Um, and, and that, of course, is contingent on what happens in the preseason and uh, in training camp and what happens with Taysom Hill, who cannot be ignored. Uh, the kid throws a nice ball. He's, he's made a beautiful throw. Uh, right down the seam versus cover two to Richard Rodgers um, during practice on Wednesday. Uh, Rodgers had a great catch. It was a little high, but it was perfectly placed over the linebacker in front of the safety, you know, the sweet spot there in the cover two. It was a beautiful throw, a beautiful play from Hill. 
Um, and that's what he's going to need to, you know, show a lot of to have a chance to stick around. Um, you know, and then the flip side, uh, there was a play later on in that same same series where he holds it and holds it, and then uh, you know it gets tipped and run back on an interception return. So, you know, those are the ups and downs you're going to have to live with with a young quarterback. But uh, there's, there's a lot of promise there, and there's a, there's a lot of uh, I don't know a lot a lot to work with. I think for the coaches, which is you know, prior to the last couple of years, hasn't always been the case uh, when it comes to the guys behind Aaron Rodgers. So that's a pro- the promising development for the for the Packers, or if you're a Packers fan. Um, it, another striking thing about minicamp is how uh, Mike McCarthy was not joking when he was talking about featuring the passing game almost exclusively. Other than some of their walkthrough stuff, uh, they have done absolutely nothing in regards to their run game, whether it's, you know, working on, um, you know, run fits for the defense, whether it's uh, working on, uh, you know, steps that you want your running backs to take in, in the zone scheme, any of that stuff, there has been none of that work where that has not been the case in years past. I mean, it has been almost all exclusively uh, focused on the passing game, both for the offense and the defense. And as Aaron Rodgers said at his locker a couple, I think it was two weeks ago, you know, they need to be excellent in the passing game. Um, and they plan on doing some new things in the passing game. So, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this all comes to fruition once the pads go on. But there has been almost exclusive attention paid to you know, moving the ball through the air. And uh, that definitely helps when you've got these young quarterbacks because they're getting a ton of reps. They're getting a ton of looks, a um, ton of tape, you know, for the coaches to kind of go through and dissect. Um, but you know, that's, like I said, it's June, it's late. It does, this week does have a very, uh, last week of school feel to it, both with the, uh, coaches and the players and the media, everybody knows we got, you got one more day. Um, you know, the coaches keep telling us in our, in our sessions with them in the media auditorium, have a good summer. Everyone knows this is it. This is the last, last time we're going to see each other for about a, a little over a month and it's the one real break you get in the nfl calendar so um yeah it definitely has a uh, schools out for summer kind of feel around the facility um flipping over to the defensive side of the ball I, I wanted to highlight um one guy in particular i mean first i'm gonna talk i want to talk about demarius randall because i thought randall has really kind of jumped off the field to my eyes um his athleticism has been on display I asked Joe Witt about it a little bit, about um, they've been using him almost exclusively at that star position, which is where Woodson played, where Hyde played. It's that slot corner uh, that gets featured in the nickel package. And he's been doing a lot there. He's been he's looked good in coverage, but he's looked excellent rushing the passer. He, he really kind of jumps off uh, the field. Like I said, he, um, he, he definitely looks the part there. Now, the big caveat, of course, and this is something that can only be answered by Randall when the pads come on, is can he tackle? Is he going to tackle? Is he going to be a willing tackler? Uh, because that is probably the thing that's kept him from playing that position in the past. Uh, you know, he did a little bit of it last summer, and now he's looks as though he'll get every opportunity to start there um, you know, when camp break, when cramp opens in a month or so. Uh, but he is really, like I said, he's really he's really looked explosive and um and assignment sure 
um, he's done a great job of you know navigating the wash, so to speak, because that can happen there at that position when they're running kind of mesh concepts right at you or trying to like get a rub on you in man coverage when they're trying to break somebody free on a slant or something. Um, but he's done a very good job. Um, and then the other corner I wanted to kind of highlight is an undrafted guy named Lindsey Pipkins. Remember that name. He has really kind of stood out the last two days. And funny enough, Joe Witt agreed with me. He said that in the last two days is the best he's done. And Pipkins is the only rookie corner to uh, receive a positive grade so far. Um, and he said just in the last two days, he's really kind of started to put it together. Uh, he really jumped out to me today, um, made a couple of nice pass breakups. One in particular was a corner out where he was just all over Devontae Adams, which he was a guy who was no slouch. And the Pipkins, just in general, has done a really good job of kind of sticking in the hip pocket of his guy. Um, so that's somebody that I'm going to be watching with interest when we, we get back here and the pads come on. Uh, and it's a guy that maybe you're not going to hear a lot about. You're probably, we're not going to write anything on him, obviously. Well, not obviously. Maybe we will down the stretch. But, um, you know, it's not a guy who's going to get a ton of publicity in general. Um, but I, I thought he, he's somebody to watch. He's somebody to... To, to look for if you're coming out for camp, um, you know, at the end of July. He's a guy, he's, you know, he's 23 years old out of Oklahoma State. Uh, it's rookie camp for him. Um, yeah, he, he's intriguing. Uh, he's definitely somebody to watch. Um, and then, you know, I, I think we'll switch back to the offensive side. You, you look at the wide receivers, uh, all the guys making plays. Devontae Adams obviously has stood out. I don't think that's a surprise. What has been a surprise is another undrafted free agent, um, that really kind of jumped out yesterday on Tuesday, the first day of minicamp, uh, was Colby Pearson, the wide receiver they picked up when they cut Jacob Shum. Uh, Pearson's another undrafted guy out of Brigham Young. He's really he's really kind of made a, a few nice catches uh, on Tuesday. And then it was funny because then today on Wednesday, you know, he, he didn't get a whole lot of opportunities to make catches. No one really went to him. Um, and there was one play in particular where he shook free on a deep kind of nine route and you know, I don't think the quarterback ever – I think he was there with Callahan. I don't think he ever even looked his way. And you saw him get a little frustrated, which is to be expected. But you also, you know, he knows that you're an undrafted rookie free agent. You know, you can't control where guys are looking, and you probably aren't going to be the first read in many progressions. But when the opportunities come, you have to make plays, and that's what he has done. That's what he did Tuesday. So that's another guy. If, you know, Pearson on offense um, – and then, uh, you know, who was it? Uh, Pipkins on defense. That's Those are the two guys that have really kind of, kind of stood out to me, so to speak, who maybe aren't marquee names, maybe may not even make the team. Maybe they make the practice squad. But um, there are two guys that have really kind of, you know, you always, when you're in this situation, it's so hard to give any kind of real evaluation just because of the fact that they're not in pads. Uh, it's a controlled environment. So many things working against a true evaluation, but um, you know, looking at athletic attributes, guys who seem to uh, be able to make some plays, some splash plays when when given the opportunity, those two guys have kind of jumped off the field to me. Um, another guy who's jumped off the field who has gotten a lot of publicity and I think will continue to do so is Josh Jones. Um, the reports of his physicality uh, have not been overstated. He's a guy who competes down in and down out. He's maybe even a little bit too aggressive uh, on occasions, considering the CBA uh, restrictions on practice. 
Uh, he is not afraid to mix it up, and he is not afraid to jam guys at the line of scrimmage, get up even against the bigger tight end types. Uh, you know, he, he's somebody – he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, I think. Now, you know, the book on him coming out of the college and something that really shows up in his college tape is that aggressiveness can sometimes be over-aggressiveness that gets taken advantage of by wide receivers when he gets in space. But if he can learn to control that and learn to come to balance and um, maybe play not quite so fast, he this guy could be a true force. Um, we've seen him, I mean, all over the formation, all over the defense, whether he's playing – back at a true classic safety position, uh, whether he's down in the box, uh, a la Morgan Burnett. Uh, we even saw him line up at inside linebacker in the base defense on Tuesday. Um, you know, I asked Mike McCarthy about that, um, you know, about you know, are you just throwing as much as you can at this kid? And, you know, Mike kind of, you know, poo-pooed that. But he said, you know, there, there, there's a process and he's going through it. And, yeah, he's probably going to be swimming a little bit uh, for a young guy, obviously having a lot thrown at him. But, there's, you know, the, he's an intriguing player, and the reports of his, uh, of his, you know, relishing contact certainly do not seem off at this point. You know, he's a guy who certainly appears to really kind of relish coming up and, you know, being physical with guys. Obviously, he can't lay licks on anybody yet, uh, but he definitely fi- fits the bill, so to speak, when it comes to uh, looking the part. Um, now, again. A lot can change when the pads go on. And I feel like it's funny. I was talking to Pete about this a little while ago. It, it's, you know, I know you guys get sick of hearing it. We get sick of saying it. But it is, you know, everything that we see in June, May, April, that all has to be taken with a monster grain of salt because, you know, the world, the NFL is littered with uh, guys who are kind of, you know, gold medal in the underwear Olympics, so to speak. And then the pads come on and they disappear. Uh, and I don't tend to think that's going to happen with Josh Jones, but. It has happened with guys in the past. So you always have to take everything you see at this time of year, um, you know, just, just, just kind of dial it back a little bit just because you, you never know. Once those pads come on, uh, maybe something unlocks for some guys, maybe something freezes up for others. You never really know how, especially these young guys, these young rookies, how they're going to react. So um, that's it. I just wanted to give you guys a quick overview of what's been going on here at minicamp this week. Um I'll be back in New York next week, and I think I'm going to start my vacation, which will be quite odd since I've been basically eat, eating, living, breathing, sleeping Green Bay Packers for the last year or so, every single day, day in, day out. But uh, I'm actually going to take a break. So, uh, you know, it's the one time the Packers do. I figure I should take it as well. But in the meantime, make sure you're checking out PackersNews.com for all the latest. We'll have all the stuff from Lambeau Field. Uh, Tom Silverstein just put up a great piece on Demarius Randall, uh, kind of jumping off to for uh, Mike McCarthy and uh, Josh Jones as well. So make sure you read that. Make sure you check out all of our stuff, the videos. We got um, you know stuff from the locker room. Uh, we got tons of stuff off the field. So uh, check us out on social Packers News Insta, uh, Packers News Snap. Um, follow all our accounts. Thanks for listening to this here podcast. Sorry for the brevity this week, um, but. Uh, I'll be back uh, after the break, and uh, we'll hit the ground running, so to speak. So in the meantime, make sure you're checking out PackersNews.com. Thanks for listening to Nagler's Never Write.